this episode is based on neil angstrong he was the first man to walk on the moon and the phrase he uttered when he first stepped foot on the surface of tranquility base has become part of english folklore neil armstrong astronaut who he is heroes are often the stuff of firsts to navigate around the world to fly across the atlantic to climb mount everest and dozens more certainly any individual with the courage to land on the moon with what could be described at best as every tentative technology and planning has to be one of our heroes the wonder of neil armstrong is the complete lack of ego and ambition beyond his desire to be part of the nasa mission and program whether active or retired he accepted the admiration of millions with the humanity of a child his right kind of stuff can hardly be underestimated and his superior intellectual ability helped nasa with an ambitious and politically sensitive mission to the moon what made the man neil armstrong was the first man to walk on the moon and the phrase he uttered when he first stepped foot on the moon's surface of tranquility base has become part of the english folklore what many people do not know is that armstrong unlike most of his fellow astronauts was a civilian and not part of the military armstrong is from america's heartland born on august 5 1930 in his home at wapconnet ohio His father was an Ohio government employee and the family moved frequently during Armstrong's childhood. Popular history has Armstrong taking his first plane riding at age 6 where he reportedly fell in love with aviation. By the time he was 15 he was saving his money to take flying lessons and progressed rapidly in a number of aircraft to get his PLA's license. Hello Nicole, can you tell me about Armstrong's education in short? Armstrong attended Purdue University. His education was funded by a national program that required him to commit to 3 years of military service after 2 years of academic study, then finished the final 2 years after his release from active duty. He was called up to naval service in 1949 and after jet training began flying combat missions in the Korean War. During one mission, his plane was badly mauled by anti-aircraft fire. He was forced ejected and as luck would have it, was picked up by a roommate from flight school. After flying 78 missions in Korea and receiving several commendations, he left the Navy in 1952 and returned to Purdue University. to complete his degree in aeronautical engineering. Hi, Matthew. Can you tell me more about Armstrong's career development after his education at Purdue University in brief? Definitely. Thanks, Nicole. In 1957, Armstrong made his first flight in a rocket plane, thought at the time to be the natural transition to real spacecraft. He would end up flying the Bell X 1B and the North American X 15 as Armstrong was coming to the end of his test pilot carrier the United States was caught up in the race with the USSR to be the first to land a man on the moon and return safely the Mercury program was already sending up astronauts in solo flights and NASA was 
now planning the next phase with two astronauts flying on Gemini flights. I will now give more about his career development as an astronaut. When word came out that NASA was accepting applications for the Gemini astronauts, his interest increased and he applied for what was called the new nine. He was accepted into the program as a civilian and spent his first two years as an astronaut on the ground undergoing extensive grueling physical and mental training so i request aditi to expose more about armstrong's further carrier development thanks mr matthew later armstrong was named command pilot for gemini 8 with david scott as pilot the flight was the most ambitious ever attempted and would involve the Gemini spacecraft docking with an unmanned Agena target vehicle. The spacecraft successfully docked with Agena, but soon afterward, both ships started rocking uncontrollably. The roll increased after NASA directed the vehicles to undock and, if left unchecked, would have caused the astronauts to black out. The crew used the re-entry control system to stop the roll, but that caused the ships to return earlier than planned, cancelling other activities, including a spacewalk, for Scott. Thanks, Aditi. Let us look more at Armstrong's success in this field. By now, Gemini was almost over, and the Apollo program was starting. Following orbital flight of the three-person Apollo spacecraft and two trips to the moon, one to test the lunar excursion module in space, NASA was ready to attempt a landing with Apollo 11. Armstrong was made commander of the spacecraft, and, after deciding Armstrong had a more matter of personality, NASA named to be the first man to walk on the moon. Apollo 11 blasted off on July 17, 1969, with Armstrong, Lunar Module Pilot Buzz Aldrin, and Command Module Pilot Michael Collins. The Landing of Apollo 11 Apollo 11 landed on the Moon, on July 20th. A few hours after landing, Armstrong descended the limb ladder, to the surface, and said, That's one small step for a man, one giant leap for mankind. Radiostatic masked the A from the first part of the statement, although Armstrong admitted later, he sometimes omitted syllables when he spoke. He said he had come up with the statement only while waiting to leave the lamp for the moon. The Legacy of the Man Let us now see the legacy of Armstrong. Neil Armstrong was the perfect man in the perfect place at the perfect time. His non-nonsenses approach to life and his work stood in stark contrast to the drama of walking on the moon and made the event even more exciting. He will go down in Detroit along with people like Charles Lindbergh as a man who defined an era.